Hi, welcome back to Our View. I'm Lisa Richard Hernandez. And I'm George Hernandez. And today we have a great podcast for you. And we've taken it a little bit off of our usual RV travels. And we got on a boat and traveled over to Bimini in the Bahamas. And we're going to tell you all about that today. Welcome to Our View with your hosts, George and Lisa Hernandez. Each week, listen in as George and Lisa talk about their RV and travel adventures all around the world. George and Lisa travel in their 40-foot Class A Tiffin motor coach and tow their Jeep Wrangler, always looking for fun and adventure. Hi, friends. Welcome back to Our View. Hey, listen, it has been a couple of months since we've had a podcast, but we've had lots of things going on um, since our last podcast in March. One of those was a week-long trip down to Key West, which uh, was fabulous with some friends of ours who just bought a new house off of uh, Duval Street down there. And we were excited to learn that everything had kind of opened back up down in Key West. The bars were back on. Yes, you had to wear your masks everywhere, but... Um, It was still a great feeling to get out and enjoy Key West a little bit for a week. And then we have been spending a lot of time at our home base at Hilton Head Island Motor Coach Resort, which is one of the top 10 luxury RV resorts in the country. Um, We've talked about owning a lot there before. We own ours there and we've just really enjoyed keeping the RV there. And we've had different friends that have come in and out to visit us while we've been down there. So we've been spending um, a good amount of time down at Hilton Head Island Motor Coach Resort. And we'll talk to you um, about that. And we're going to actually interview uh, later in this week some of our friends that have been first-timer, um, full-timers for just over a year now and see how things are going with uh, Julie and Ken. So we'll check in with them later this week. We also had Mother's Day. Uh, that was that was a great uh, success. We um we did it um, right before we left for our trip to Bimini. We went down to Hilton Head and our great friends cooked out with us. We did uh, lobsters and steaks on the grill and just having that community around there, all the moms and we all did sort of a big potluck. It was a great time. Um, after we left Hilton Head, we drove down to Fort Lauderdale, stayed for a day with some friends at some friends of ours condo there in Hollywood And then we headed down to Key Largo, where we started our birthday adventure, well, my 50th birthday adventure, uh, which was in Bimini in the Bahamas. And that is what we're going to focus on talking to you about today. Bimini Bahamas, Lisa's month-long birthday celebration. Yes, we could say that part of the reason I haven't had a podcast in a while is we've just been too busy celebrating. And maybe now that I'm like an old lady, things take a little bit longer, I guess. Oh, we had a blast. She had a blast. It was it was a fun time. We're going to tell you all about it. Yeah. So first off, let me just kind of tell you, if you haven't heard of Bimini, it is an island in the Bahamas. It's 50 miles off the coast of Miami. You can get there several different ways. I love Bimini because it has crystal blue waters and it's one of the top fishing uh, locations Uh, around and um, they have diving and the pools are beautiful. The resort that we like to go to there, it's called Resorts World. It has all kinds of places to stay and 
beautiful swimming pools. Um, and we'll tell you about each one of those different things. Um, so just kind of, it's off the East Coast. Uh, little known fact, there's actually two islands in Bimini, North Bimini and South Bimini. We stayed on North Bimini, but when you fly in, you fly into South Bimini. And they're right next to each other, and there's a little ferry that takes you. It's about a 10-minute ferry across just basically like an open little cut of water in between the two islands. Um, so all the action that we're talking about is happening on North Bimini. That's where the resort is, and that's where most of the fishing boats dock is on North Bimini. Yeah, and there's some beautiful marinas there, um, and we can, um, we're going to tell you all about those as well. So let's start off by just talking about how to get to Bimini. Uh, we were planning this trip for my friends with, to come with us. We had uh, 13 of us in total. Ended up going on my birthday vacation. And um, George rented a house on the water that had a dock, which was amazing. The four bedrooms. So the majority of us stayed there. Some people stayed in the hotel. And then some people stayed in the condos. But getting there during COVID has proven to be slightly more complicated than it was prior to COVID when everything was wide open in the Bahamas. And so what we found was that the ferries and the flights were only going several days a week. It turned out to be Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. So if you're planning a trip to the Bahamas or you'd like to visit there, you may start searching and find, wait, I can't leave on this day and I, there's no flights this day. It's not because they're sold out. It's only because they're flying a few days a week because it's a small island. Uh, there was a ferry that would take you over there. Actually, a couple different ferries that used to be about $79. Uh, now they're about $400 round trip. Bellaria is one of them. And uh, it's a high-speed ferry that brings you over there from, I believe, Fort Lauderdale or Miami. And you can search that up. And I'll put that in the show notes as well. We chose to go uh, by private boat. Uh, George's cousin, George, has a what 38-foot... 38 foot center console fishing boat fishing boat is beautiful uh, we, and we, we loved it yeah we rode over there from key largo um in the fishing boat which was great because we were able to bring supplies so let's just talk a little bit about supplies for a minute um yes <laughs> if you're flying into bimini plan on basically eating at restaurants or the hotel the whole time that you're there um even if you're staying at a condo i've we've been there in the past this time we had no problem getting ice, but we have been there. And this is probably about our fifth, fourth or fifth trip to Bimini. Yeah, when it's wide open, the, the fishing boats take, eat, eat, take all the ice. I mean, I understand why, but they just come in and when the marina's full, there there's typically no ice left because they take it all. Yeah, so <laughs> we're staying in a condo and there's like literally no ice. Um, and, you know, when you fly in, you have a limited amount of weight that you can bring. Even if you fly charter, um, there's still limited on weight. You can bring a few more things, but the main thing you want to bring is water. I would say, although the filtered water in the refrigerator we use with no problem. Um, yeah. And everything in the hotel is filtered. Our friends yeah. stayed in the hotel. They drank the water, drank drinks with the ice and had no problems. And we've never had a problem um, it's not like Mexico or anything, but you know, it's always nice to have bottled water. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, liquor drinks can become expensive. Um, so we always wanted to bring over our own liquor and this time we filled the, um, since we had so many people, 10 people in the house, we brought food, snacks, 
and drinks and liquor. So we loaded the boat up pretty well. Yeah, it's an island, so everything on there is relatively expensive. Um, a case of their local beer, Kalik, is $65, just to give you an idea. Um, it, it's just, it's an island, so everything has to be shipped in and totally gut it. And like Lisa was saying, it's kind of hard to pack if you're flying in, so just be prepared to eat out. Yes, yeah, and we're going to talk to you about some different places to eat and things that you can get while you're there. Um, and and I thought, what do you think? I don't think the restaurants, considering it is an island and everything has to be shipped in, like I just finished saying, I don't think the restaurant prices were that bad. I mean, they're typical resort style things. I mean, you're going to pay $16 for a sandwich and fries at Big John's or at the hotel or whatever, which I think is pretty average but if you're on a budget this isn't like your budget place to go yeah unless you can stuff your suitcase with whatever you need right 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 so there is a little bit a little tiny grocery store there you can get a few provisions sometimes they have eggs and milk sometimes they don't it just depends but when we go and we bring supplies we always bring extras for the locals and we give them all of our leftovers at the end you'll notice when we're about to check out, that they kind of start hanging around waiting to see what goodies we're going to have left over for them. Yeah, and we've, we've made some friends there now, and they're they're awesome. They help us hook everything up. Our friend Pauly uh, helped me get Lisa's birthday dinner all arranged and the food, and it was awesome. So we'd like to help them out. And, and they've had a really hard time with COVID. Bimini just basically opened up. I think on the 14th, they opened up again for tourism. And I will say this, it, they're really not doing themselves a service because it, it's almost like so difficult that it, it, it took away from our vacation. We finally figured it out. Once you get into the rhythm, it's okay. But there's so many requirements that um, it, it just kind of took a little bit away from the vacation. Didn't you have to check in every day? Um, All right. So while we're on the topic, let's just talk about the whole entire COVID situation currently as of May of 2021. Bimini has reopened to tourists. And if you are vaccinated, you just have to show your vaccination card. If you are not vaccinated, then you have to have a negative COVID test. There is a Bahamas travel visa that you go online and you register and you put all of your information in, in there, upload your passport, upload your negative COVID test, or upload your um, vaccination. vaccination card. Once that's in there, if you have been vaccinated, you do not have to complete the travel survey every day. However, when you're traveling back to the United States, the United States requires if you're flying, not if you're coming by ferry or by boat, you're not required to, to have a negative COVID test to return to the United States. But if you are flying on an on a um, airline, you will need to have a negative COVID test done while you are in Bimini. Or even on a private charter, right? Correct. Any, any airplane. Air, any airplane. So that said, uh, the hotel resort there, Resorts World, charged $35 for uh, the rep. The, basically, they're just rapid tests. Um, so you sit there and... You, they swab your nose, you wait, they put a little dropper in a thing that looks like a pregnancy test, you wait, it says negative, then they write you a little letter and print it out so you can upload that and bring a copy with you on the airport to travel back to the United States. 
The f- interesting thing is that they accept a vaccination card to get over there from the United States, but the United States doesn't accept a vaccination card from the United States to get back in. Go That's figure. a whole nother conversation for a different day. And I'm going to try to stay out of the ridiculous backside of politics of all of that. But anyways, just be prepared. Um, if you have not been vaccinated, then you have to answer a very simple survey every day that just says, do you have any symptoms? It takes about literally 30 seconds to fill out. Do you have any symptoms? Have you been around anybody with COVID? Do you agree to buy by all the rules of Bahamas? And then you say yes and you submit it and it's done. Um, and But if you are going to stay in the Bahamas for more than five days, you have to get a negative COVID test on your fifth day. Again, regardless of whether or not you've been vaccinated, right? Yes. If yeah, it's your and, fifth that's, day. and that's what I was getting at. It, it, there's so many crazy rules. And, and you know what's funny? Nobody checked anything when we left. Well, that's because we flew on a private charter. And it was just I know, two but, of us. but nobody checked anyway. Right, right. Uh, but, so but they you, did, got, you got to do it because you don't want to be the one that does get checked. Right, right. Commercial airlines did have it. but um, So we, we, we abided by that, and uh, we got our, ours checked on the fifth day, and they just go ahead and upload that, and no problem. I did read uh, before we left that if you've been vaccinated, they were not requiring masks. However... On the island of Bimini, they were requiring masks very, very, very strictly. Yes. Everywhere. And all COVID guidelines, all the social distancing, um, all the, um, they literally. They're taking it serious. And in their defense, we did see the COVID police. Literal. Literally the COVID police walking through. Carrying a gun, like a police off giant that muscular police officer dude it gets into like the covid police car which i think we've saw one actual police officer there and the yeah, one the, covid police looked way scarier than the whole the island has one police officer that week they had two covid police plus the <laughs> regular yeah. local guy. so in their defense we spoke with a, a restaurant owner who was apologizing about telling us to keep putting our masks on but she finally kind of broke it down for us and that's what I wanted to do for everybody who may be thinking of visiting there. The reason they're so strict is if the COVID police show up and they have a customer that does not have a mask on, they get a $3,000 fine. $3,000 to a small restaurant in the Bahamas is a death sentence. And she also said to us, you know, you guys get to go home and you have a um, stimulus check. We don't have that. So if we lose our business, we're done. We have nothing to fall back on. So when she kind of broke it down to us like that, we we were like, okay, we're on your side. We're going to do everything we can to facilitate it for you. We don't want to mess it up. And like we always say, like all these poor islands are really suffering because their primary source of income is tourism and tourism being shut down for a whole year for them has been devastating to these people. And so... We always make sure we tip really well and take care of the people that are there when we're visiting on vacation. Um, and I know they truly appreciate it. Yeah, we brought uh, extra cases of water for our friends and some supplies that they needed, um, phone chargers. I mean, it, just things that we take for granted, they don't have them or ran out. Yeah, they don't, they don't 
have an electronic store or even a Home Depot. Yeah, they don't go to Radio Shack and pick up what they need. Yeah, there's nothing, literally. It's, uh, what, like two, two by four miles. The island is very small. Yep. Um, it's, it's funny. There's m- less people that live on Bimini Island than there are kids and our children go to a high school. Yeah, 5,000 students. Yeah. There's less people that are... Uh, yeah, their high schools double the population of Bimini. Yeah, yes. All that being said, uh, it wasn't it wasn't that big of a deal. You just have to be prepared for that, and, uh, and that's why we're here to prepare you and let you know what. To yeah, expect I think that the more that you know better. when you've heard from someone that's actually done it, the less scary it is. A lot of people decided not to come to my birthday party because they were afraid that they were going to get either stuck in the Bahamas or something to do with COVID or whatever. And um, really none of those things happened. Um, no, they were very helpful in getting us what we needed and getting us checked out. And um, it really wasn't bad at all. So that's that on COVID. If you have any questions about the COVID and the Bahamas experience that we experienced in Bimini, please feel free to send us a message um, on our, uh, our com website can reach out to us there and we're happy to answer any questions. Been to Bimini a bunch of times now. And speaking we love of, it. Speaking of getting to Bimini, let's talk about that next and about the different options. We went by private boat. Our friends flew in on Silver Airlines, which is a commercial airline. And then we ended up flying home on a private plane. So pros and cons. Coming over by private boat is great. Because you can bring your supplies and as long as the weather is decent, it's really not that bad of a trip and the water is beautiful. Uh, it's, I mean, if you're a fisherman you can stop and fish along the way and it's kind of a great like destination boating adventure for the weekend. At the same time, should the weather get rough and the winds come up and you have to be back at a certain time, you're going to have to take all of that into consideration. So, for example, we left on Wednesday. The seas were flat. We had a great trip over. On Thursday, they started fishing and started looking at the weather coming up on the weekend and realizing we're going to have really high seas and that instead of staying until Sunday, they were going to have to leave Saturday morning. Well, we've already paid for our house. We're not going to get our money back by having to leave early. So, it's something to take into consideration if you're going over by private boat and not sleeping on your boat. Um, there's a lot of huge yachts there that uh, they stay on the boat and they just pay to stay at the marina right. and they can come and go as they please. Sadly, the marina was maybe only 10% occupied while oh we were there. Oh my God, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even never, say that. Never even seen it that empty before. There's always usually so many boats there and um, it was a shame that there there was nobody there. It got better during the weekend. Um, Saturday and Sunday seemed to pick yeah, up a but bit. During but the week, it looked like it was a brand new resort that hadn't even opened yet. Yeah, there was, was nobody there. Completely empty. Um, the other option is the ferry, and we've never done the ferry. Um, however, they do offer at Resorts World um, some weekend package specials where you can come over on Friday on the ferry, spend all day Friday and Saturday, and the ferry takes you home Sunday evening. And um, that included like two nights at the hotel and it was around $500 a person, which isn't bad for round trip ferry and two nights in the hotel. Uh, That doesn't include any of your food and drinks or anything, but they are bringing in entertainment, which is also um, fun. And we'll talk about that a little bit more. 
So the ferry used to be a lot less expensive. And, you know, we just figured, hey, worst case scenario, we'll get home on the ferry if we can't go on the, the smaller boat. But the ferry is only running, like we said, Wednesday, Friday and Sunday as of right now. So keep an eye on those types of schedules, too. And then flights. So Silver Airlines flies from Fort Lauderdale to Bimini. Uh, what was it connected up with? United or JetBlue? Yeah, I think it's, uh, is it JetBlue? Yeah, they flew JetBlue yes, yes, um, Jet from Blue. Charleston to Fort Lauderdale and then Fort Lauderdale over to Bimini. So those are some flights to look up. Again, keep your eyes out for which days they fly. And our friends were very happy with the flights and the um flight into Bimini. It's a very small aircraft, but it was a very nice flight. Yeah, it's only a 15-minute air- airplane. Um, you can also get charter flights. We use Noble Airlines. As a matter of fact, one of the friends that was with us used to own it, and he's since sold it, but still had some connections there. So thankfully, he hooked us up with a, um, a charter flight on the way home on Tuesday. We ended up staying an extra day in Bimini, and um, it was... It was better than leaving two days early, I guess. For yeah, sure. definitely. Yes. Especially since I already paid for the house. Yes. So that that was really great. And um, we got a little bit of extra time to just really kind of wind down and, and chill out before we came back to the United States. So let's talk about options of different places to stay. We There's also one other option to go to Bimini, and that's a seaplane. Oh, Oh, yeah, those are so cool. I've always wanted to do a seaplane, but I really don't have any details on that because I don't know anybody that's ever done that. I don't know if they're private or if you can. You, I'm, I'm assuming you can charter those also. And I suppose they fly you right into uh, wherever you're staying. Yeah, they have um, Bimini by seaplane. They have flights on Thursdays and Fridays. And you can fly... Um, Bimini Seaplane, they're based out of Miami. We have Thursday, Friday, and Sunday are their scheduled flights to Bimini. And it's really cool to see them come in and land on the water. It's just such a weird thing. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to try a seaplane sometime. You know, they really cater towards people from Miami. There's people from Miami that's kind of used to be their, like, little getaway. It still is very much. I mean, yeah. on the weekends, it's like you're hanging out in Miami. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Very, yeah. very true. I mean, it's 50 miles by boat, so yes. they're always there. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about, we, we've stayed, well, we have never actually stayed in the hotel, although our friends stay in the hotel, so we've seen the insides of the rooms there, and the hotel's really nice. Very, very nice hotel. It's, uh, it's a Hilton property. They take very good care of it. It's, um, I think it's very Miami-ish style with... A pool on the roof, a pool bar downstairs. Um, they have a bar in the casino. They always have music there. It's very upbeat and fun. Yes, normally it's, there's a lot more more people there. So the rooftop uh, pool, it's a be- big, beautiful infinity pool with a bar outside. And that was not open. Um, well, the bar wasn't open, but the pool was while we were there just because there wasn't enough people there to fill it up but they did have uh the nightclub open in the evening on saturday night and they are bringing in djs from miami and entertainment so it's been um it was it was fairly full in the nightclub on saturday night and the casino uh is open they have a casino (laughs) yes there's the casino at the at the hotel is it's like an average size casino 
You want to talk a little bit about the casino at the, at the Hotel George? Yes, I would love to. The casino is actually a decent-sized casino for an island. There are plenty of blackjack tables. There's two roulette tables. Um, they have, obviously, a lot of slot machines. They have a craps table. So they have a little bit of everything. And being that there's limited space on the island as far as rooms and accommodations, the, the casino really never gets jam-packed, I would say. Um, I've never had a problem getting a table. So it is an actually really, really nice casino. The drinks are comped. The, the staff is fantastic. They take really good care of you. Um, perfect example, I was playing on Sunday. Sundays, they close early. As of right now, they close the casino. It's open from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. It was Sunday, and it really wasn't a lot of people playing. It was just myself, and the pit boss came over, and so I looked at her, and I was like, are you guys getting ready to close? And she said, we will close when you tell us to close. So you just keep playing, because she saw I was getting on a roll. She wanted to take all his money. No, she saw I was on a roll. I got my money back. (laughs) I got out of there. They closed it up. But, I mean, who does that? They they were really cool, very, very nice. They get to know you by name, because it's a small place. Or maybe I'm just, they know me, which is scary. Well, you do uh, definitely highly recommend getting a player's card when you go there. You really don't have to gamble that much for them to start mailing you offers on opportunities uh, for discounted travel to Bimini if you are if you like to gamble. Yes, um, and like Lisa said, you don't have to spend thousands and thousands of dollars for them to start giving you free stuff. Or invitation, our friends got an invitation to Super Bowl party and everything was comped and the food. And so they, they're really good about giving you back stuff to get you back over there. Um, so as soon as you walk in the casino, if you're walking in from the lobby, go all the way to the back left corner of the casino and you'll see a, a desk there. And it's uh, where you get your player's card. And like Lisa said, make sure you get that. And then every time you sit down at a table, make sure you give it to the dealer so that they keep track of your play that's how they give you free stuff if they don't know you're playing you're not going to get anything right even when you use the slot machines and stuff you stick your card in there and um that way they you get credit for you accumulate points and based on your points is what they give you we've we've been offered free rooms free flights free all kinds of stuff yeah yeah so let's see what else can we tell you about the hotel uh it's got a downstairs pool it kind of wraps all the way around the hotel, but there's a pool bar outside. They usually have music there. A lot of fun. It's really fun. We had a great day there one day. Um, so it's a swim-up bar. They had another big outdoor pool that was completely closed uh, this time, too. I'm not sure if they've sold it or what's happened with that. And then they also have um, Paradise Beach, which is a, a restaurant, like an open-air restaurant that's on the beach and like if you're staying in the hotel you can get the the chairs you know you can sit out there they there's waiters that'll bring you drinks and cocktails and stuff at the beach uh and the water is crystal blue it's just like being in a swimming pool it's gorgeous yeah it's absolutely beautiful. beautiful beaches and then they just opened a new section of um resorts world at bimini bay and it's this whole entire private part where you you have to pay $40 a person to get in, 
which I don't know if they'll change that in the future, but it seemed kind of so high here, to me. So here's what I heard. I talked to um, one of my buddies there, a local guy, and he said that come November, uh, Virgin Atlantic have a cruise ship now. And that resort was built exclusively for the cruise ship. But since cruises got canceled, they decided to open it up to the public, That hence why they're charging 40 bucks. His understanding is that come November, the cruises are going to start back up, and that section will probably be closed to the public. However, he thinks that because they're getting $40 per person, they'll probably keep that going. If you're willing to pay 40 bucks, they'll let you in. But it was originally created just for the Virgin Atlantic cruise ship. So that's where we stand right now. So it's like two really beautiful resort style pools on the beachfront with several different bars. We got a cabana for my birthday. The DJ played music in the pool. It was very Miami club scene, pool party, almost a Vegas. I was... It's a Vegas pool party. I was going to say very South Beach and very Vegas. Um, yes. A lot of young people. Everybody was super cool. Everybody's having a great time. The DJ was fantastic. And they that, they have the DJ set up right next to the pool. So it's just, it's a massive party and we had a blast. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, uh, if you're looking for that party vibe kind of a place, definitely where to be. Um, because there's definitely plenty of places to be quiet and secluded if that's what you're looking for also. Yes, and that's, that's I'm glad you brought that up because Bimini is very small, but you can, you can party as much as you want to party or you can find yourself on a very secluded part of the beach that we're going to talk about in a little while. But you can get whatever you want there. So yes. just keep that in mind. It's not just like a constant South Beach party. Right. And the hotel has uh, several restaurants in it, a sushi restaurant uh, and then like sort of a general kind of like American seafood uh, restaurant and then another um, smaller restaurant by the casino. And because it was such low capacity, only like one of them was open at a time. Everything wasn't wide open like it normally is when we go there. Yeah, it felt like it was a soft opening because of COVID. Yeah, because of COVID. If we had never been there before, we'd be like, wow, this isn't, there's not much going on here, but we've seen it in its heyday, so we know that it can get busier, and it just, it depends what you like. I kind of like when there's a little more people there and a lot more energy yeah, to, to we, each of them. Like Lisa said, we got there Wednesday, right, babe? Wednesday. And it, it, it was deserted. We had the whole island to ourselves. We were joking how we felt like we were the only ones on the island. And then... Come Thursday night, people started rolling in, and then by Friday and Saturday, it was like awesome, upbeat, music everywhere, people dancing, and then Sunday, they were gone. Sunday's usually quite damn bimini anyways. It's sort of like a, they're a little bit more religious. A lot of things are closed on Sundays there, I noticed. Um, the locals like to party on Sundays. Oh, yeah, that's their day off. The Sunday fun days. So we talked about the hotel. Uh, this time, we rented a house. Oh, hold, hold on. Can I say one quick thing about the casino, just in case anybody's really into that? Okay. Um, they are playing under COVID rules. So three people at a blackjack table, three people at a roulette table, three people, three people, three people. But their one rule was if you're, like for us, we had a group of 13 people. If you're all traveling together, they'll open up a five-person table or six. 
but you have to be together. Okay, moving on. Yeah, or if you're like in the same family. Um, so we stayed in a house this time. We rented a house. You can go on Airbnb, find houses for rent. We got this one from a friend, that new friend. I don't think it's on Airbnb, but it was a very nice four-bedroom, four-bath home right on the canal. Uh, so we had a dockage right in front of our house. and um, Great location, walking distance to the hotel. Yeah, pretty much everything. If you stay in Resorts World, Bimini is walking distance to pool, hotel, and casinos. But everyone gets golf carts. You need to rent a golf cart if you're going to stay on Bimini. Even if you get it just for the experience. Yes, but ev- but everyone drives golf carts. Oh, and they drive on the wrong side of the road. The opposite side that we do in the United States. Maybe we drive on the wrong right, side of the road. Whatever. Did you ever think of it that way? Yes. Well, the opposite side of the road that you do in the United States, they drive on in, in, uh, in Bimini. And you know what? The people there, I just keep saying it, they are so awesome. They're so cool. We never, ever, in all the times that we've gone, we've driven around the island during the day, during the night, and never, ever felt anything but good vibes and good times. People always waving to you and saying yeah. hi. And Yeah. As a matter of fact, they're building some new, beautiful, like, million-dollar homes on the water there. And when we were there last time, we are like, man, if we could ever build a house here and you know we thought about oh we could rent it out and it could be investment property and thankfully uh, we didn't do that or we'd be ha- stuck with a huge mortgage payment in a place that has no visitors during covid yeah they, they pretty really much tough. well not only that but they pretty much shut it down for covid yeah construction so yeah i gotta pick that back up yep definitely houses are an option um remember again about getting supplies over there and think those things through the locals, however, are great. If you want to plan some catered meals like our friend Polly, we're happy to give you his contact information. Uh, just send us a message through our rvpodcast.com website and um, reach out to us and we will happily pass along his information. The way a lot of people communicate on the island is the WhatsApp um, because it runs on, um, you don't have to pay international fees then. So uh, WhatsApp is a great Wi-Fi app, based, Wi-Fi based uh, calling system that we use uh, while we're on on the island and it works great yep yep um the other option is they have a ton of condos and townhouses like a bunch of two bedroom two bath townhouses uh that's where my brother stayed we stayed there before um very reasonably priced about 250 dollars a night actually less than the hotel is right now uh so you could have two couples and, and and be pretty very reasonably priced um if you I think that's the best deal on the island. I really do. Better than the hotel. Yes. Yep. I mean, the house was beautiful because we had that much space, but had it not been as many of us, we would have just gotten the two-bedroom, two-bath condos. Oh, absolutely. had a great time. So we've talked about all the different ways to get to Bimini, and we've talked about the different options of places to stay in Bimini. We've talked about the casino and about the different pools. Um, Let's talk about the local places outside of Bimini Bay Resort that you definitely want to check out. Yes. Part of the experience of going to Bimini is going to Bimini. Get outside of the resort. Like I said, the people are fantastic. They have great little restaurants, and and they're all right on the water. And the water is incredible. We went to, um, there's one restaurant called Big John's. That one just recently reopened, and they did a fantastic job with it. it. It's really beautiful it's right on the water the food um is a lot better now than i remember it the last time would you agree with me 
Yes, at Big John's. Yes. For sure. They just renovated. So I don't know. I think they changed a lot of things. Well, they changed management. They've changed a lot of things. The whole interior is different. And it was just such a good vibe. We were in there dancing and eating and drinking. And our friends came over by boat. You can come by boat, dock your boat, and go into Big John's. Um, it was just a really, really good atmosphere. And we would highly recommend it if you ever go to visit Bimini. Oh, yeah. I had the broiled seafood platter to share. And it had lobster, shrimp, some kind of delicious fresh local fish, and broiled conch and I mean, it was delicious. The three of us ate it. It was so good. And I had three of the biggest steak tacos I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> they were big tacos. When they brought it to the table, I was like, there's no way I'm eating this. About 10 minutes later, I was looking at my fingers. It was so good. Yes. So the other thing that you must do when you visit Bahamas is go to one of the conch shacks. We went to Sheila's conch shack. Um, and basically, they oh, catch so these good. conch fresh. Um, they go diving for them. She explained to us the process of how they find them. They, they're more of like a deep dive um, to go down and get these conch shells. And then they bring them back to the restaurant, basically. And they sort of stay in the water where they live. And yep. then they get them fresh out of there. And they make almost like... I, it's called conch salad, but it's like a ceviche, basically. Yeah, right? that's that's what it is. And you can't, I mean, you literally cannot get any fresher. You are you see the guy take it out of the conch, hand it over to the chef, and they make your salad with it. Yeah, and the salad is like onions and peppers and tomato and lots of lime juice, garlic. Um, Making my mouth water. It's so good. Yeah, and they chop it all up there right in front of you. There's usually long lines to get this stuff. They do a lobster and conch salad. They do just conch. They do different kinds. Um, but you sit there and watch them chomp it. They also have this hot sauce that's like so hot. Yeah. <laughs> like a drop. A, a use only a tiny drop unless you really, really, really like hot. It will burn your tongue. But you put this tiny little hot sauce on it. Um, it's really good. And you can go to Joe's or um, I think it's Stewart's. Conch shack. Sheila's. Sheila's. Sheila or Joe. They both have great conch shacks. But you'll see these huge piles of these gigantic shells. And um, you just have to check it out. Check that out. Uh, you can get to those by just going. There's really only one sort of main road on Bimini. You just go outside of the resort. It's kind of, if you came in by ferry, you'll, you'll pass these things on the side of the road and think to yourself, is this safe to eat here? But yes, it is. Yes. They're and delicious. It's very, very, very good. Yes. And there'll be long lines. And there's like graffiti and stuff. People have like written their names all over them and stuff. And Look for ours at Sheila's. Yes. Yep. Um, so the other place that we recommend eating off the beaten path is you have to go to Radio Beach. Okay. So that is a must-do if it's your first time to Bimini, your second time, your ninth time. If you've been there a couple times, you know what we're talking about. Radio Beach it is absolutely beautiful. And the food there is, I mean. So is that Sheila's? Sherry's. 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 They're all different. I forget who is who. Who owns what? Yeah. Sherry's uh, little restaurant right there. We had fried conch and conch fritters. 
and and rice and plantains and oh yeah on the drinks oh my god so if you go to to radio beach there's a guy that makes pina coladas inside of the coconut shells so he's got his blender out there and he blends them up and then he pours more rum on top and they're definitely delicious um they're pricey but they're worth it i mean 15 dollars or something yeah i think they're 15 dollars but man do you get a bunch of plenty of booze and they're (laughs) delicious and it's definitely if you're going to just have one drink try that so at sherry's i had a strawberry daiquiri that was like frozen strawberry slushy in the middle and the rest of it was rum (laughs) around it and when i picked it up i took a quick sip and the the slushy kind of melted into the cup and some of my alcohol spilled out and sherry was like nope give me that back i'm putting more booze in there (laughs) okay yes yeah they definitely will help you have a good cocktail down there for sure they love to have fun yeah and actually the um it was so fun when we went to Big John's and it, I, we told him it was my birthday. Oh, and they have a different birthday song than we sing in the United States, which I love. And I'm going to adopt that as my new only birthday song. Yeah, it was really nice. That was it cool. It goes, happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> yes. When you go to Bimini, tell them it's your birthday. They'll sing it to you. Then you'll <laughs> yeah, know what Lisa was talking about. It's a totally about. different song. You have to dance and everything. Everybody claps and it's really fun. And um, Big John's does have amazing uh, mojitos, too. They made really good mojitos. So there's Big John and there's Big Game Correct. Resort. Big Game Resort it has a hotel, a marina, and it does have a restaurant. That used to be the only hotel on Bimini for the longest time until the Bimini Hilton Resort opened up. So you can visit either one of those. They, they're both on the water. You can go by boat, you can go by golf cart, you can walk over. You can drive all the way down to the tip of the island or and, and see the end of it um, from one end to the other on a golf cart there. Uh, there's a little straw market where you can get all kinds of tourist crap. One thing I would definitely say it, good advice would be is to bring cash. Um, <laughs> the power outages can come and go extremely, like there were days in the house when we were without power for four hours at a time. Okay. Now that is a new thing. And I also did a little research on that. And the reason that is happening right now is they opened up a new power plant for the resort. If you're outside of the resort, it's the old power plant. They're not having any problems for some reason. They switched the power utilities or whatever they're using at the resort and right now they're having problems it's a new thing they're gonna fix it um so don't kind of don't panic about that but yes we did lose power for up to four hours on certain days and that makes it difficult for the credit card machines and credit card processing and stuff like that so a lot of them we also use the cash app which was what was what was the one that you used zelle, zelle. yes yeah so don't worry, those, they'll they'll find a way to take they'll your find money. a way to get your money. But the easiest thing to do really is to bring cash. Um, the American dollar is the same as the Bohemian dollar, so you can just bring your American money, and they will take it all day long. And sometimes they'll give you back change in Bohemian money, which is the same exact equivalent. Yeah. Oh, 
I almost forgot. And I was just looking through my notes and pictures and remembered about the bread, the bread, the bohemian bread that they make. I mean, you really have to go to the bohemian bread place. You have to go to the bohemian bread place. How do we describe how to get to that bread place? Oh, when you go to Radio Beach. Basically Nathan's deep dish pizza, right? Yeah, Nate is the bread man. So it, it, you know how you got there? The first person you see on the street, you say, hey, where's the bread store? And they'll point you to it. Everybody knows what bread store the tourists are talking about. It is incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Okay, if I'm going to give any good advice, go there about 10 o'clock in the morning. Oh, my God. When the bread comes out of the oven and it is still warm. You can't, you can't even hold it. It's, it's so like warm. they have this cinnamon raisin bread. We had the, the coconut bread, like literally. That's the fat free one, right? I probably could have <laughs> eaten one whole loaf myself. Just like stuffed my face with the most delicious, warm, fresh bread. I can't even describe. It's the best thing really. They also made my birthday cake. Yes. And I, when Lisa wanted to go to the bread store, I was like, oh, no, don't buy bread because I already got this rum cake coming. And, you know, I was trying to surprise her, do a little surprise, which I should know better. <laughs> but um, it was fine. Neither of the loaves survived, so we're fine. We had 15 people with us. We weren't <laughs> just chowing. Okay, yeah. So the a loaf of bread is like 10 bucks, which is totally worth $10. Yeah, but that loaf of bread weighed like ten pounds. I know it was like just—it's so just it's got so good. So much cinnamon, it like oozed it's out so of good. it. Yes, um, they have like guava, they have plain, they have coconut, cinnamon, cinnamon raisin. I think what other flavors they had? They have different ones all the time. Um, uh, they also do like meat uh, pies and stuff there, cookies, birthday cakes. Yeah, and I didn't even know they did the birthday cake, but I tell you what. George hooked it up. It was one of the best chocolate cakes I've ever had. And then, of course, I asked for a rum cake for my birthday. And my friends were kind of like, what's a rum cake? Why does she want a rum cake so bad? That thing was gone. We ate like three quarters of that in like two days. It was like so moist. And it's like uh, a it's like it, a bunt it, cake. And it was rum cake with um, glazing on it. Which was so good. Oh, my God. I'm, my mouth is watering right now. I wish I had one. I know. I know. So, highly recommend that. Definitely can't miss it. It's just amazing. And again, mm. just ask anybody on the island where Nate's bread place is. Yeah. And they'll point you to it, if not take you there. And one thing I have not had yet, which I don't know if it was there last time, was um, Nate's Deep Dish Pizza. But I'm going to guess if it's anywhere near as good as his... Um, breads and desserts that it's got to be some delicious pizza. But we got our pizza, which we have to try the lobster pizza. We got ours at Edna's, right? Edith's. Edith's. <laughs> See, they, everyone has a name there. Yeah. Everything is named by the person. So Edith's Pizza Place, it's like a uh, like a medium. It, the, the, the crust is like sort of sweet. It's almost like a pizza made on... Hawaiian king rolls. Yeah, it's sort of like that kind of a sweet flavor. Like if that makes sense, that's which is that's sounds a, kind of weird, but 
it kind of works, I guess. But they're lobster well, pizzas. You're coming from a New York guy, yeah, so yeah. I mean, you know, nothing's better than New York style pizza. Well, but, it is so what don't it is. Expect it to be that, but it is. Uh, it's very good. Very very good. Yeah. And there we so we had two lobster pizzas, two pepperoni pizzas, and uh, if it says anything, there was nothing left of them. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was a lot of us eating, and a lot of alcohol involved. So you know that makes people hungrier. True that. <laughs> All right, what other local places? Have we forgotten anything? Um, Radio Beach, Big John's. Oh, well, let's talk about if you come by boat and getting off the boat, we went over to Honeymoon Island. Where yes. So Honeymoon Island is about a, what, 15-minute boat ride? Yeah, from, it's not. It's, from, not, it's from, a nice from, ride. From the main island. And um, if you look at pictures of Bimini or if you Google search it, you'll see this picture of this wrecked ship and it's like where everybody goes diving near there. And uh, for unfortunately, every time we've been, it's been kind of rough weather and we haven't had a chance to go snorkeling over there, but the water's crystal blue and you can see tons of fish and stuff. So we go to honeymoon Island instead there is, which is like white sand, you know, clear water. Uh, everyone pulls their boats up there and kind of hangs out and parties during the daytime. And, there are so many sharks and so many stingrays and they all swim around you. So forget about paying to swim with sharks and stingrays. They're right there. Yeah. They're, it's free. Free. Just jump in. <laughs> yes. And it's so weird because when you first pull up, I mean, we've been three times. So it's not like we've been there a bunch of times. But every single time there's been a lot of sharks and a lot of stingrays. And the very first time it was really hard to get in the water. I don't even think I did the first time. And now it's like almost no big deal. You know they're not going to do anything. They're nurse sharks, um, and they're fed so well because everybody's feeding them. So there's nothing to really worry about. Yeah, they're like it's more just being intimidated by being in the water with these you know big sharks and yes. stingrays that you're not aware of. But they're it really, I mean, there's so many people already in the water. You're like, okay. Well, one of our safe. friends was the natural shark siren. Anytime she spotted one, we could just hear her screaming. So we're like, oh, where's the shark? Where's the shark? <laughs> it was so funny. I think it's more fun just to bring people out there and see, watch their reactions than anything because they freak out. What I would love to do is just bring somebody out there and just like get them in the water before they realize what's going on. Yeah, like what happened to our friend Dana. Yes. I thought he walked on or like, Dana, Dana, there's a bunch of sharks around you. And he was like, huh? Yeah, right. And we're like, no, seriously. Yeah, he said, <laughs> he saw those sharks. Don't I'm, joke around like that. I've never seen anybody get back to the boat. I mean, he must have walked on water getting back in that boat. Out then of that he was boat. mad at us because he was like, you guys saw me surrounded by sharks and you didn't do anything <laughs> about it. And we're like, what are we supposed to do about it? <laughs> we told you there's sharks around you. Yes. It's all fun. But it, that's a beautiful place. And where the boats drop anchor, you can jump in, and it's um, there were some sections that were over five feet deep, and then others were four. You know, usually boats don't want to go any shallower than four or three feet, and uh, it was really cool to just jump out and a bunch of people partying and music, and it was nice, nice atmosphere. That was fun, um, and I think you can actually like pay for excursions and things like that. There's, there's, there's all different kinds of things you can get on the island. We, yeah, just, you we can, just haven't done it before. You can do, uh, they Snorkeling. have a big scuba base 
on Bimini. They have a big boat that'll take you out. They have snorkeling. Obviously, fishing is huge in Bimini, so you can do all the fishing you want to do. Talking about going on the boat to Honeymoon Island, on the way back, you can pull your boat up right up to the beach at um, Radio Beach. So if you go there, sometimes there's a lot of boats anchored up because everybody like likes to party there. As far as other tourist things, there's um, Ernest Hemingway had a place there. That guy got around. I know he's also he was also in Key West, but they said this was his seaside hideaway. Uh, they I was just reading the thing in the Bahamas. It says the place where Ernest Hemingway's favorite seaside hideaway meets the lost city of Atlantis and pristine beaches lead to waters teeming with prize blue marlin. 50 miles from Florida's eastern coast, Bimini exists in a world of its own. That's such a great description of it. Ernest Hemingway must have just spent all his time on tropical resorts writing writing stories, I guess. Yeah, he was obviously a very smart man. Yes. Normally when we go there, there are just tons and tons of fishing boats. Huge fishing boats. Huge fishing boats, huge luxury yachts um small boats it's just again it's 50 miles from miami so everybody and anybody that can get over comes over it's a great place a lot of people that are going to other islands of the bahamas by boat that's their first stop is bimini refuel and then take off from there so it's 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 just a great great location for people with boats yeah i was just reading this uh about the two dozen different dive sites around the island and when we were there there was big diving groups that were there but uh and we talked about swimming with the sharps but i just read here that roughly two dozen dive sites around bimini and the island is most famous for its exhilarating shark dives uh in the winter months great hammerheads and bull sharks swim near the gulf stream experienced divers can um drift dive along victory reef or deep dive in the continental shelf and there's a picture of these divers with like 20 gigantic sharks. Those are not the kind. Those are the kind that bite people, I think. Those aren't our kind of sharks. Well, hammerheads are very aggressive. Yeah. But I guess. I don't know. That would be a little. I, I, can, I can deal with the nurse sharks. I know. I know. I, I think, don't know. I guess it's like everything else. Until you do it, you don't know. I know. We need to do. We need to go diving there, I think. But they, they're the world's third largest barrier reef. 190 miles of pristine Andros Barrier Reef. So when you're crossing over, at one point the depth was 2,500 feet plus. Then when you hit Bimini, it all of a sudden just drops to like 12 feet. And I was talking to a friend that we met there, and he said when he's gone before with his friends uh, by boat, they'll take the boat and go to other islands. But once you leave Bimini going east, the water's just shallow everywhere because it's all a big, giant reef. Huh. That's super cool. Well, I think that should be on our bucket list for next time we go there is to get back into diving. We haven't done any diving in a long time. Very long time. That's right. Well, I can, can you think of anything else we need to fill our friends in about Bimini? So we talked about how to get there. We talked about where to stay there. We talked about where to eat there. And we talked about how to get around there. I think we've talked about all we can talk about, Bimini. Unless you have any other detailed questions that we are happy to fill you in on, you can reach us at rvpodcast.com. Uh, just scroll down and uh, submit your questions. And subscribe to our podcast so that when we have new ones coming out, which will be this week, 
hopefully again some more. Uh, we're going to interview our friends who are first time uh, full timers in their RV and um, talk about some other trips that we've got coming up planned for our RV friends. And I, th- I just think that it was good to talk about a vacation that was not in the RV because I think that people may be also interested in doing some international travel again. Yes, I think things are finally starting to open up. We hope so. We've heard that the cruise industry is getting ready to fire up the ships. We're kind of excited about that. And hopefully we will have a lot of travel to talk to you guys about. And um, thank you for listening to us. We apologize that we were MIA for a couple months. We're back at it. We're back at it. We're going to fill you guys in on all our fun adventures. So... Don't forget to buckle up and get ready. That's right. Don't forget to subscribe and like our podcast. And if you can't leave us a comment or review, uh, that also helps us boost our rankings. And we would love to do that. Someday, maybe we'll be able to retire and just advertise for our podcast and drive around visiting vacation places and tell you all about them. But until then, (laughs) until then, we're going to keep doing our podcast. Maybe we'll do a live one at Bimini and. You guys can just buy us a beer. That'll work. <laughs> That'll work. Sure. <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a safe Talk day. To you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Our View. Don't forget to drop us a line at rviewpodcast.com. That's the letter R, viewpodcast.com. And like, subscribe, and follow us so you don't miss out on our next adventure.